All right, welcome in to another episode of the greatest people you've never met podcast. The last Pod Populi produced podcast of this show. Um, wanted to say thanks for all the good things and, uh, you know, lessons learned along the way and the people I got to meet and um, had a lot of good times at the studio and uh, just uh, going to do it from home. Uh, we get a lot of Zoom guests. There's great people all over the country and Joining me today via Zoom, the OG podcaster of the GPY and M pod. Hopefully one day we make enough money to employ this man full time to do all the pods. Uh, that'd be dope. There's the pipeline dream of life. Mr. Jake Meeker. Some of you may remember him from shout out Jake in the early episodes. Um, so shout out Jake. Jake, what's happening, brother? What is happening, man? What's going on? You know, I'm living the dream. Uh, I brought back a bush light just to like give a toast. Oh to man, the good old bush. No bush apple. No bush apple. They don't make it anymore, unfortunately. So Jeez. it's uh it's down. But I thought, you know, what better way to um to close out uh my tenure at Pod Populi than with a podcast with Jake. Um, super excited, man. I, you actually, you've been on the pod once before. It was like mm. 10 minutes long. We did a live yeah. episode. Um, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, it was an experience. That was the second one I think I did. And, um, some people just like left and then mm-hmm. nobody was going to go on. And then I was like, Jake, you want to do this thing? And then we did it. And so I don't even remember. That was probably like, I want to say close to, episode 52 i want to feel like that was right around my birthday um yeah i think so but anyways dude for those of the i mean nobody really's met you some guests have met you tons mm-hmm. met you. yeah but yeah yeah introduce jake to the world yeah man so i am jake i used to uh work at the podcast studio where bennett was at that's where we first met um, yeah, I was originally born in Toronto. I, you know, lived there until I was about in my middle teens. And then my mom ended up meeting a guy. So we ended up moving to Arizona, which was quite the move, yeah. um, you know, culturally and everything different. Um, so yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, it definitely, you know, growing up in Canada definitely gave me a certain aspect of, you know, cultural, different cultures, that sort of stuff growing up there. And like, especially in the bigger city was yeah. very different. Um, and then getting to move here and see like how different everyone that when he was here was definitely a huge culture shift. So, um, yeah, that definitely played a big part in it. And then I grew up kind of, you know, wanting to get into like audio music industry kind of stuff. I was always a big fan of that. Me and my buddy from like an age of 16, 17 got into just making beats basically, you know, um, we oh, would yeah. email like random people, on Twitter and stuff to see if they wanted to buy, you know, just random beats. And they were totally down. Like some people would send you a ton of money that never met you and never even heard them just for like four or five songs, which would again, take us probably like 20 minutes or something. So that whole like music background kind of wanted me to get into the entertainment industry in any shape or form really. Cause I'm a big movie fan. I'm a big podcast fan. Anything that had to do with entertainment, I was kind of sold yeah. on. So um, so yeah, that kind of got brought me to the podcast and then we linked up, man. And 
Hell yeah. Pretty sweet. So yeah. Yeah, we've had some good times. Uh Jake also had a pod rolling for a while, him and some buds called the uh Critical Crew. Um mm. and I made a couple guest appearances on that pod once, was just a regular pod. Um and then another time we did like uh what do you call that? A fight uh Oh, one of the fight companions. Yeah, we tried to do that, which was fun. I'd love mm. to do that actually again somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was a great demo run for sure. I think Yeah, like we definitely learned what we needed to learn to be able to do it for real. I think, right. right. You know? Yeah. No, like actually, class, yeah, yeah. No, like actually tagging down the, uh, the start times of like the rounds and stuff for every fight would probably be smart, you know? Yeah, no, that would have been, <laughs> been like a next level thing. We just kind of watched. Mm. Just talked and then yeah, but it was great. I had yeah. a fucking great time. No, I did too. I enjoyed it, and I remember there was a lot. There were a lot of really good fights because it was just a, it was a premier fight night, so it was, mm-hmm. it was a free event. But I mean, yeah, we had a blast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, it's always good fun. when you get. Yeah, it's good when you get like a bunch of guys together too. To either any watch any kind of sports too, right? You always get to learn more stuff. Oh yeah, you get to learn a bunch of like when you get to see the fighters come up. It's it's cool, man. It's a good time. Like, and you get to learn a ton. That's why I like recording it too. A lot of people that, you know, might not know some, you know, background stuff about some fighter and any kind right. of shape or form, you know, you could always learn something. So. Absolutely. So I'm going to bring it back. Jake's from Toronto, as mentioned, Jake, why do they call Toronto the six? Um, fuck. I'm pretty sure it's cause it's like, I think we have six boroughs technically. Okay. Um, that was, I honestly don't know if that's even still a thing now that again, when did that start? That started like 2013 ish. Like I remember on vine, dude, Drake would, uh, you know, run yeah. the six with my woes. And yeah. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Toronto's so big now. I mean, like I, every time I go back, it's hard to even recognize it. They built it so much on top of itself. Like, and even people that I still know there, they have trouble living there. Like the price to live there is insane, man. Yeah, like I think it's, it's one of uh it's like one of the world's most cultural I don't even know the right word, culturally cultured cities. I think like more yeah, it's up from there. different parts of the world live yeah. in Toronto than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 pretty ridiculous. Like it's it's just different. Like it's again, I guess someone that has been to New York a bunch would probably find it a bit similar, but there are a lot of differences still, I guess. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's definitely got a different kind of feeling to it. I've heard a lot of people that are leaving from New York think it's way better, which is hilarious because I know people from New York are so New York strong and rep New York oh, so yeah. hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's the best. Just yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you moved down here when you were, what did you say, 14, 15? Yeah, like the end, I came here and started my last year in middle school. So I had like one year in middle school left and then I started high school. So you're eight. So right before your eighth grade year, um, yeah, not an ideal time probably to move across literally the country countries. Um, yeah, man. Try to make new friends. What was that transition? Like, I mean, was there just a bunch of weirdos making fun of you? Cause you're from Canada or what? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like when I first got here, you know, you kind of have to just like embrace it though. And unless you're going to just get butt hurt about anything yeah. that anyone says, right. Like, um, and yeah, most of it's, you quickly learn that most of the people you're talking to, like at, even at, by that point, I had traveled quite a bit. Like sure. my, um, 
my dad lived in Vancouver for a bit. So I would go see him a lot, which Vancouver, for those who don't know, Vancouver is on the other side of Canada on the West coast. Right. Um, so, you know, I would go over there a lot, which was again, completely different than Toronto, like completely different vibe. Like everything was super strange, like kind of foreign to me, even though we're still in the same country. Um, and then even my grandmother, she lived up in, uh, she lived over in Spain for a while. So we would go and visit her in Spain. So like I was quite like, I was around a little more, I guess. And then when I came here, I could tell the people that had never left Scottsdale or never left Phoenix or something, you know what I mean? So it was like, and the majority were like that. So I kind of forgave that whole, like, I mean, they're kids too, right? Like it was just an arrogance. Kids will be kids. Like, but I, I definitely thought it was funny. Like a lot of like, Oh man, have you ever like, like, how do you guys build the igloos and stuff? And like, where, like, you got your pet moose that you ride or you ice skate to school and stuff. And I'm like, all this stuff sounds super cool. I wish I did half of that stuff. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I could ice. I mean, I've actually seen, like, if you go North enough, I'm sure the people in the, in none of it and the Northwest territories up there by Alaska are probably doing some stuff like that. But to be a hundred percent honest, I've never even seen a moose in my entire life. Right. Yeah. You grew up in a crazy. So yeah. Yeah. And like, even, you know, I've seen bears and all that stuff, but we would go a couple hours up North and go up to Muskoka, which is basically like our Toronto's cabin area like cottage area yeah, and yeah. stuff like that um all the big lakes are up there and stuff but again it wasn't like we were anywhere near anything kind right. of like no moose no 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 igloos like honestly it kind of is like uh when people i feel similar of when i moved here and people would say oh you're from minnesota how come you don't say a or how come and i was like well yeah. I'm from the opposite side of where they speak like that. Uh, that's yes. Canada, and I'm as far away from Canada and Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're like us, us in Minnesota still make fun of them up there. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you talk about like going up north, and that's like such a big thing back home that people do like go up north to the big lakes, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. funny. Like there's a lot of similarities there. That's that's really funny to me. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, again, how like we probably grew up maybe like a five hour drive away from each other. Uh, Toronto's probably, let's see. I don't know. That's probably about 12 hours. You think it is? Where do you, where exactly do you grow up in, in Minnesota, but it's Southern. Okay. So if you were in the great lakes area, it probably would be a little bit closer. Toronto's just North of Buffalo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Toronto, like an hour, Ontario, Canada. Let's just see. Now we're in, now we're into it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go. Google's never gone from Fairmont minute. Yeah. 15 hour drive. Yeah. So again, across borders and stuff, you know, so yeah, that's a, really that's a skip not, and a hop. It's yeah, not that far. No people talk about it. Uh, I mean, that's a definitely, a, I feel like a Midwest or a upper America thing, like driving. Distance. Right. It's like I never, think twice about it. Like to go to Tawny's hometown, it takes us about six hours and she's like, Oh, it's so far. And then I tell anybody back home, they're like, that's not bad. Six hour drive. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh So it's, it's funny. Yeah. And again, Toronto's more is like, right. Is more South than a lot, like a good amount of America too. Right. Oh yeah. It's like, there's a little good. Toronto is almost like, I feel like on a map pretty close to like dead, even with like Minneapolis. Yeah. 
It's actually like probably it's actually if you drew a, a parallel line, Toronto mm. is probably even with my hometown just looking at this map right now. Yeah. I think it, if it like didn't have to do with Niagara Falls and all of that yeah. kind of big area, you guys would probably have Toronto. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. Toronto would be I, another major city in America. Yes, I probably would have oh. grown up in America. Yeah. What is American culture like in Canada being it's that close? I mean, oh, Toronto um, is you... French speaking, right? No, right. no. It's, it's, uh, I mean, there definitely are. It's, um, it's, we're still in Ontario, the province of Ontario, yeah. which is like right beside Quebec, which is like, we're like the last English, relatively speaking, province. Um, again, you'll find a lot of French Canadians right. near us, but Quebec is mainly the, all French Canadian, like as we find like people from Montreal and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, if you're asking like what, I mean, was there anything that was like a big culture shock in the eighth grade to Jake? I know you said you moved a lot, but like, was there anything like when you got here, you're like, Holy shit, I've never actually seen that. I've just heard of that, you know, like a, a chain restaurant or something. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. More, it was, it was more stupid stuff. I think Yeah, it was honestly like weird stuff. Like even just seeing the American flag, just like everywhere. Like sure, that was crazy. You know, we love Canada up there, but it wasn't like all over the place. When I first came here, I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. It's like on every, yeah, man, they love it. Yeah. It's like a hardcore thing, which is different. Like you definitely get like us hardcore Canadians. Like we're proud to be Canadian. Like, and I have different, I knew different people in Canada that were, you know, very, um, again, from the metropolitan area who were very like sound people. And then right. I had new people that were very like rednecky kind of Canadians. Oh, that yeah. I thought like, you know what I mean? So like even growing up, I would have people that would be like, oh, you know, the damn Americans, they're stealing our water and all this stuff. And like, we got our I'm own like, Canada. Take it. Yeah. Easy. I'm like, yeah. So it's, it's like always stuff like that. Um, I think when we yeah, had, when I first moved here, it was probably the flag was a big thing. Um, you guys have so many fast food chains. It's ridiculous. No, like, it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it's even like a small town dude and coming to a Metro. It's yeah. Like, I mean, I just, I think back to when I grew up, people would like go to Mankato, Minnesota, which is the next biggest town. It's like an hour away and 50,000 mm-hmm. people. And people would like geek out to go to Olive Garden or Red Lobster. That's, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we're going up to Mankato to go to Red Lobster. It's like, oh, yeah. man. Like it was just like, a, it was like Christmas for them. <laughs> 100%, dude. Cause we didn't that's have so Red good. Lobster in my no, no. Arby's, two Subways. Obviously, one's got to be oh, in Walmart, a McDonald's. Oh, of course. Yeah. King, and then some pizza joints. And mm. that's really it. And then like local restaurants. We didn't. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like a lot of these like chains that looked like, man, they like it was mostly the chains that looked like, you know, like maybe like the Carl's Jr. type of ones. Yeah. You know, the ones that people never talked about, like I would even bring up, I would be like, yo, so what should I try when I get here? And they would never bring up stuff like that. I was like, who goes to some of these places? Like, I don't I just didn't understand. Like, it it was just so strange how many there were. Um, And it's funny because like in Canada, I mean, we do have a bunch of like. I think, I don't think we have Taco Bell. We might have it now, but we didn't when I was growing up. So like That's, that was a foreign I mean, thing. I just felt like Taco Bell would be a national. Or yeah, a no. Global, not national, global. Yeah. 
it could be now again. I haven't been, right. I, I don't even remember the last fucking time I've been back, but it could be now, but there was stuff like that. But, and we had, you know, obviously McDonald's and Subway, um, but like what about Tim Hortons. Oh, Tim Hortons was the best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Starbucks. Yeah. It's just like a, it's just a coffee place, cafe or just what? a coffee place, but it's just way better. I mean, they've got way better stuff. You, like, I don't know. The, something about the quality is just better. Is it, is it, is it like a Starbucks, like a walk-in? Yeah. I, there's more stuff you can it, get, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's cheaper too, which I think people like, I don't know. It's yeah. It's just different. They've got like better food, which is a big thing for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw they even opened a Tim Hortons and or I don't know if they have it anymore, but they had it in the old uh, ice ice um, the where the Coyotes used to play at the Gila River. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they had a Tim Hortons in there, which was hilarious. I went to go see the Leafs play. Sorry, I disconnected myself. Uh, oh no, you're good. at home studio. Um, that would honestly make sense. Um, because I think the coyotes are Canadian owned and obviously the NHL, there's yeah. a Canadians down here too. Yeah, man. Especially I mean, now you're starting to yeah. see Canadian license plates all the time. Oh so yeah. That would make I mean, sense. I've seen the two Leafs, two Leaf games here. Um, yeah. two Maple Leaf games here. Both of them, the entire stadium is blue. Yeah. Have you gone I to didn't, the stadium? The, the smaller one? I've actually been just to actually just to see the um, Sun Devils play, though. Oh, yeah. Go to a game when when the light will be expensive. Yeah, when that's the, what I mean. That's sounds crazy. Yeah, we went when the Wild were in town. Obviously, Minnesota big hockey. Oh, of course, game. of it, course. It was insane. We went to a Rangers game. Not that mm-hmm. I love the Rangers. It just happened to be the one we went to. Sure. All, all New York Rangers fans. No oh, uh, yeah. I'm not surprised the worst humans in the world, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is, dude. Um, no, that's great. Um, yeah, dude. What, what is, uh, you, uh, you big, uh, French fries and, uh, salt and vinegar guy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's more of a, yeah. You know, I mean, Canada takes on a lot of those European, like we're super European, you know right. what I mean? We're right. almost more European than like, anything i mean like the core values of like government canada you know what i mean like we have the prime minister same as england all of our money has the kings and queens on it right which again i think is hilarious like of england right like yes of england like yeah queen elizabeth is on like our coins like yeah and stuff like that like it's really strange to me um but yeah i mean we take on so we like there's a lot of stuff even growing up that like i don't know did you ever have shepherd's pie growing up oh yeah yeah, shepherd's okay, pie. But that's that's uh, that's. But I bet other people that listen to it that grew up down here or yeah, Tawny she'll have no idea what shepherd's pie is. Probably not. Like you were just probably north enough to like right. just know what it was. I feel like for oh, some yeah. reason it's like. But again, that's like a huge dish all over Europe. Like yeah. that's, and it's technically considered like a poor dish, like a poor people's dish. Like it's you Which, basically. It is. Yeah, it's just kind it of like putting everything together. Exactly. Like, it's like a hot dish. It's it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. anyone who can just search up a shepherd's pie, it's literally mashed potatoes, like usually ground beef and like some corn. vegetables, like yeah. corn and like peas or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I mean, I grew up on that, but then growing up coming here again, that was one of the things people never heard of it until I met my one of my best friends who grew up in Ireland. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, the, 
the yeah the shepherd's pie yeah every time so yeah it was great that's Um, so good well uh is great gravy on fries big in toronto yeah yeah oh yeah the poutine that's our that's probably our signature see it's funny because like american poutine is just I mean, it's different. Like you can go to a mm-hmm. spot and get poutine. It's just meat and potatoes and gravy. Essentially. Yeah. They, I don't think they quite understand the, the, the concept of it. You know, I don't, no. I don't think they put the, uh, the spirit, you know, the, uh, right. they really don't put their heart and soul into, the, into what it takes to make the Yeah. It's a serious issue. I think that's been spreading across America that we really need to talk about. Can you actually um, get poutine at, uh, like McDonald's? No, no, I don't think so. They, I'm sure they probably do like those seasonal seasonal things oh, in Canada, like a shamrock. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more of like when because obviously skiing and snowboarding is way bigger up there. I mean, it's obviously big all over, but like right. anyone who's Canadian usually grows up. That's what you do every winter. You just go snowboarding and skiing. Sure. So it's a big. It's a mountain food. Every time you go on the mountain, every day for lunch everyone you just order a fat thing of poutine like, and every time that's a solid yeah i like that yeah so every time you just and the classic poutine is just a whole bunch of french fries and then they usually cover it with cheese curds yeah put a bunch of cheese all over there and then yep throw a bunch of gravy all over it how much do you love syrup um a lot more than i care to admit Nice. That it probably, I mean, runs in your blood. Toronto, maple. It does. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd have to get, I probably wouldn't be allowed back if I didn't, you know, at least have an expensive bottle. Guess how much of my maple syrup is here? I would, I mean, you said that. So now I'm going to guess something absurd like $50. It's like 75. Oh my, what, I mean, what, what make, where, where do you get this? Is there a, is there a Canadian store in Scotland? Yeah. And it's like, it's like that big. Yeah. It's so small. Like, that's great. It'll it's probably like probably like four uses out of it. Nice. What do you yeah. put maple syrup on everything? Anything that's breakfast. Yeah. If I get a breakfast, like name a breakfast food that's on a plate. So okay, I was gonna, gonna going ask, on there. I mean, you're now in Arizona. You've been here for a while, so you're mm. a Canadian Arizonan. Uh, yeah, technically. Yeah, I think breakfast it's been long burritos long. and maple syrup. <sighs> I'm going to be quite honest. Those are the one thing that I have not transitioned over to. You I can't do it. Breakfast burrito guy. I can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it. Maybe it's just too, it's too much going on in the, in, you know what I mean? No, I could eat sure. everything for some reason. I could eat everything that's in the breakfast burrito. If it was all spread out and I took my time. Yeah. And then I'd kill it. But for some reason I can't do it with the breakfast burrito. I don't Dude. know why. And everyone here loves it. Yeah, I I I mean I was I obviously people who've seen me in person before know that they can tell that I like food. Uh <laughs> but I've been a breakfast burrito guy for a long time and then I just moved here and they got better, yeah. right? Uh, oh yeah. They're not just like super white people mm-hmm. uh, breakfast burritos. Uh but I feel like you probably love a McGriddle though. I do like a McGriddle. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I could kill a McGriddle. Yeah, I figured. It it's yeah. pockets of the maple syrup. It's unreal. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it, dude. It makes sense. And I, yeah. Up. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to say it, but you know, when I eat my breakfast, I get sticky, man. Yeah. No, you know, things get sticky. Yeah. You have to, you know, it does. It just happens. To. I love, and I'll give, McD- I'll give McDonald's. It's due. They got some, they got some, 
satisfactory maple syrup as well. Um, no, I think anybody who wants to tell us that they don't like McDonald's, they should just go ahead and stop lying. Cause I've never actually met a person. That yeah. Like McDonald's. Even like, the people that you yeah, like, dude, even the people that are like, Oh, they might make it this way. If I put a fucking blindfold on your head, dude, yeah. and I shove some fries down there, I take you, get you a Big Mac, take you, get, make you take a bite out of a Big Mac, dude. You're talking dirty. Oh, oh, I know. It's the best. It is the best. And I do love McDonald's breakfast. I'm a big uh, sausage McMuffin guy myself. Oh, yeah. But it's funny you brought that up because me and my buddies were literally arguing the other day of what the best fast food chain is. It's, and it's got to be McDonald's. People say anything else than McDonald's. Yeah, because they just got everything. There's almost it's hard to you can again. It's one of those things you can't find something you don't like. Right? I mean, they have like chicken strips now, or they did for a while. I don't know. They mm-hmm. do. They have everything. You're right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Wendy's is good. It's okay. That's another thing. You guys have a lot of those California uh, chains here. You know, like the In and Out. The yeah. What's I your what's your is really, In and Out? Uh, used to love it. Now I think it's fucking awful. Thank you. See, I was the same way before I moved here because I couldn't have it all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. And now I just go there when people are in town. They're like, can we go get in and out? And I'm like, yeah, well, it's fine. You know, like, yeah, uh-huh. it's not the top. Like when my grandma, well, you met my grandma. We did a pod together. I did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when Graham was here, uh, I took her to in and out. Like she'd never been in her life. I was like, well, kind of a cultural experience you need to have it um at least once and she was disappointed so i was like wow that's probably the first midwesterner i've heard say it's not that good so i kind of love her even more for that absolutely she bumped up a few um yeah what's the one food in canada that if you talked about right now people would really have no idea what you're talking about there's got to be something i know we talk shepherd's pie yeah the shepherd's pie was always one that i bring up oh shit Probably, oh, I mean, not. It, it's probably it's not different foods. It's probably the way we just uh, handle our food is probably the the sure. biggest thing. Like our milk bags. Yeah, bag milk. Probably. Bag milk, man. People think it's so strange here. I think it's strange here. Like now, thinking about it, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's so weird. But I don't yeah, know our, anywhere that in Arizona that sells. I've never seen bag milk down no, here. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Like I think people would think it was the weirdest thing ever if they started. Yeah, so basically back home you can get bag milk at what it's a it's a grocery chain it's quick trip but it's k w i k um so it's kt instead of qt uh they're wisconsin based and they're all over the midwest now they're like these qts but just better um sure but they have bag milk and i remember people would always buy it because it's so much cheaper and i'm like well then you yeah, gotta yeah. cut a bag open it, it, it's strange yeah so you literally like buy a you know a it's a bag of bags of milk yeah. like is what you usually buy at the store. And then you get the, the bag, which is usually like a liter bag, like kind of in like, I guess a rectangular bag shape. Yeah. And then everyone has like a carton that you just kind of put the bag in, you cut the little Edge. top right end or something. Yeah. And then you're good to go to pour it in. Like, and I would tell people that and they thought it was the weirdest thing ever. That's so funny that you honestly bag milk is something that I haven't thought about since the last time I bought milk at Quick mm-hmm. in Fairmont, Minnesota. I can tell you the bag milk was always first and the little, you, it, they'd be in the crates still and you'd just yes. grab one out. That's uh-huh. funny, dude. Yeah. Milk. What a yeah. flex. Good, yeah. good Canada. You know, what's also funny is we actually have way better candy than you guys. 
Really? Which I was like baffled by. I thought I was going to come here, dude. And it was going to be like Charlie's chocolate factory. Which like, are you saying like chocolates or like candies? No, I just uh, thought it was going to be like a wonderland of like every kind of uh, chocolates and candies. No, everything, anything that you classify in like literally a wrapper, anything that if you go to the grocery store, you walk down the candy aisle, you find anything in there. It's way better in Canada. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge candy guy. I like some chocolate sometimes, but like, if I had to go like candy, mm-hmm. like some kind of gummy, like a uh, Picho would be number one. The Blue mm-hmm. Sharks would probably be number two. And then like gummy bears or gummy worms. Okay. Uh, I mean, See, like, what's Canada do? We got like, what are Smarties to you guys? Yeah, um, that's a candy. What, I mean, yeah, but what are they to you? Like, describe it. Oh, like the little, well, it's, uh, they come in a little roll mm-hmm. and you just like, it's probably like 20 little pieces. They're almost like little mints. They're not minty, but I'm right. just trying to describe, I've never had to describe a smarty in my life, Jake. So, uh, <laughs> hold the gun to my head, dude. Uh, yeah. It just comes in like a little roll, probably 20 of them twisted up on the sides. Yeah. And, and they're like little sugar, like yeah. little sugar things, right? Like yeah. they're, uh, yeah, those aren't smarties in Canada. What's a smart in Canada, thing? it's basically, I guess the closest thing you could say are like their way better version of M&M's. Okay. Sure. And they come in like little box and they're little smarties. And so that's a totally different thing. When we came here, there's another big thing that's huge. It's funny. It's actually one of the candies I don't like, but coffee crisp in Canada hmm. is huge, is massive. Anyone, if anyone drinks coffee, and of course, Americans love their fucking coffee. Yeah. Oh my God. If they started selling coffee crisp in America, people would lose their shit. So is it just like a little chip? It's like a toffee chocolate thing, but it has like a little coffee like flavor to it. Okay. I'd be done. Yeah. I mean, I like, yeah, I'm like, like you, a man. mocha shake from Arby's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a go-to. Yeah, dude. That's a, I have to see there's a exotic um candy store or like food store here um like mcdowell and the 51 like so mm. south there um i tried selling some packaging in there once i actually saw them blowing up on tiktok and i was like well these people are gonna use some boxes and so i just went in there they have everything but it's all from like you know asia or korea i mean yes in more asian countries but like is there anything like uh, like a potato chip wise that's just a Canadian flavor that that you haven't been able to find here? Are the Doritos different up there? Do they have do they have French fry and gravy Doritos in Canada? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like there's there's sneaky places here. I'm sure you could always find this stuff, right? Like, sure. you know, there's like for instance, I know there's like a lot of like I mean. There's obviously more Mexican stores. Like you can go to like the food city, you can find like those rare Gatorade flavors. Oh yeah, yeah. Like watermelon citrus or something like that. That's apparently some super rare. So it's like that. Um, we have the the ketchup flavored Lay's. Oh really? That's just ketchup flavored Lay's. That's like a huge Canadian thing. See, I they, yeah, I mean, I like chips and ketchup. Like mm-hmm. yeah, so I could. I it's, could it's an interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't so know. That's one of the big ones. Be. I might have to find some. It's more of like, it's really not as ketchupy as you think. It's more of like a, just like a different seasoning. Sure. That's, it's like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not super, but it's good. I mean, it's honestly not too bad. That's one of the different things. And then, I mean, we have actually a lot of like 
healthier fast food restaurants there. Oh, 10,000%. 10, you know what I mean? The world has healthier fast food options. Yeah. So it's like more of that kind of stuff too was pretty different. Like, America has salad and go, and that's here. So I've yeah, seen yeah. That anywhere else. I know. And that's like, even I was surprised that they came up with that. Yeah. And it's yeah. good, but it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a wild, it's a wild thing that we don't have like just better options for people. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. America is so fat. I know I'm fat, so I can say it, but well, if they just like had better, you know, their food quality laws and stuff like that, just, you know, oh, no, our, it's just so crazy, dude, just to, and then like the fact that America is on this super big kick of like pu- pushing like lab grown meat and stuff. And it's just like, right. Yeah. Maybe let's get back to like single ingredient foods. Like what is yeah, that? Man. Lettuce. I know. Okay. I keep seeing, I keep seeing those videos of the, the 3d printed meat that yeah. they're trying to do. They're like, your meat will now be 3d printed. And I'm like, yum. That's <laughs> it's just so great, dude. Yeah. Let's just re-eat regular meat. Um, you call it ham or Canadian bacon? We call it P-mail. P-mail, P-mail ham? Something like that. P-mail ham? P-mail, P-mail, something like that ham. Interesting. P-mail, yeah. That's an yeah. interesting little flex there that nobody probably knew. Yeah, uh, we'd, we'd, we would do both, but that was like definitely more common than like your regular American cut bacon, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Canadian bacon, though, is that Jake's go-to on pizza? Again, yeah, but they don't really do it right here. That's yeah, the it's issue. It's different. Huh. It's different, you know, it's not the same. Like when you would order it there, they would already have it the right way. You didn't have to say anything extra. It was just like, you want bacon? Okay, we'll throw it on there. Yeah. Here, like even when they do it, it's not the same. So I'm like, just yeah, skip I, it all together uh, and come back. Surprisingly, like a Jack's Pizza, Canadian bacon, that's probably my favorite one. Really? See, yeah. I haven't even tried that. I'm gonna have to give that a try. Yeah, they're like, oh, they used to be really cheap. They're probably like seven dollars now for a Jack's Pizza, but <laughs> another American treat. Um, yeah. Not to keep everybody bored on the the Canadian side of life, um, but they appreciate Dude, they need to get, open up. They I need mean, to get cultured about their neighbors, right. man. That's right. We're just you know? get cultured by our neighbors to the north. Um, what? So Jake is a huge UFC fan. Uh, if you think you are, you're not. Um, I'm just going to tell you that right now because you don't know Jake. Um, as we mentioned earlier, we did like the fight companion, which was a ton of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm watching all the time now. We're we're heavy into the UFC. Um, I'm assuming you watched last weekend. Didn't wanna. Yeah. Didn't wanna. Um, so last weekend as, as we're recording this it was supposed to be a really good card. Um, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of fell apart, I guess a little, such bit. a shame. Yeah. Well, I mean, what a shame, man. So, uh, John Jones bones probably, I mean, he'll fight again, but it'll be a year at least. Yeah. I mean, he did what he needed to do right away. Apparently, like as soon as he found out, he went to surgery right away. And yeah. Apparently he's already in physical therapy. So. That's so crazy. hopefully I I would I'm praying it's sooner. I'm praying it's more of an eight month type of deal. I know he really wanted to do the, uh, the I think it's the April card, the UFC 300, which I, I I'm excited to see what they put on that because that mm-hmm. is going to be 
I mean, I yeah, man. UFC 200. They loaded the card. It actually low key sucked. Um, it's like Brian yeah. fought somebody who was super fat and overweight. Um, yeah, he fought um, Mark, I think. Oh God, yeah, he was the he was the OG Hawaiian um, fighter, like yes. one of the OG. But he was a hard hitter. No, he that was like a decent matchup. But again, like that, those fights were still in the time where they were making like these almost WWE type fights. You know what I mean? They were still so like big on these like hardcore, like, I don't know. It was, it was a little too much back then. You know, Rondo was still getting big then. And yeah, it was just a lot of, a lot of uh, promoting and not a lot of real fighting. It was the main event or the main card. Kane Velasquez versus Travis Brown, which Travis Brown is uh, uh, Ronda Rousey's husband, uh, for those who don't know. Jose Aldo versus Frankie Edgar. Solid and actually not bad. Yeah, no. Uh, Daniel Cormier versus Anderson Silva. Brock Lesnar versus um, Mark Hunt. And then Amanda Mm. Nunez and Misha Tate was the main event and it was over in three minutes and 16 seconds. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, uh, that, I mean, they're definitely got to do something big for this one, man. I mean, they've had random big massive cards too in the past that yeah. aren't even for anything. So this has got to be huge. I mean, there's talks of Connor wanting to come back. Well, and then if they save, if they save Chandler McGregor for 300, that's the move. I think. That has to be the move, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. That- Some, I saw somewhere that there's talk of he's either not going to be able to make it or something, but then somebody asked if he's going to be in for April and then he says he isn't. So I don't really trust anything until, you know, you either hear Dana say it or the UFC. Oh, for sure. There's so like, many, so many random fan sites, blogs, Twitter, especially yeah. around the fight game. And then people could just throw something out there. And it's unlike any other sport where you could be like, Oh yeah, that makes sense in that. Yeah. Like, that's exciting. Cause it's like, yeah. I mean, it's just literally some guy on the internet just saying, Hey, uh, UFC 300. So-and-so confirmed. And it's like, Oh yeah, it's easy to get clicked. It's way easier to get clicks in the, in the fight game than I think any other sport for sure. Like, it's so much, there's so much more drama that can happen just out of nowhere too. Right. So it's Absolutely. easier, so easy to stir stuff up. Like, yeah, we never know what is going on until we actually hear it from the big man himself, I guess. Yeah, no. Um, so Jake is a huge Izzy fan. For those who don't know, Israel Adonise is Adonise. <laughs> um, He's uh he's not fighting anymore until 2027. Jake, what's your thoughts? Yeah, that's what I heard, man. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It, it was a rough last fight, man. That was not the way I wanted that one to go no. for him. Um, all the more to Sean, though. I thought Sean Strickland did great. He definitely did what he needed to do. 100%. I don't really take anything away from Izzy. You know, I mean, if you look at how active he is, I think he's the most he was the most active champion of all time. Yeah, like he was no one fighting every three months. Yeah. No one fought nearly as much as he did. And like the competition, he was constantly fighting like all champions, you know, for the past, however, like decade almost. So, which is crazy. Like, it's crazy to think like, even in my mind, I'm like one of his biggest fans. And I, 
it's weird to think how long he's been around because I still remember him when he was just kickboxing still, right. you know? So I don't know. I mean, and I've watched fighting so long and I've seen so many fighters fight that I, I know when they just have a bad night, you know, there's times where you just have an off night for sure. And I definitely think that's what he was. I think if he got another shot at Sean, he would probably take him out in a round or two pretty easily. Um, well, it's just like yeah, man. sport and that's what people don't understand. Like, only hey if you make a wrong move here you're not getting intercepted you're getting knocked out <laughs> exactly right like you shoot an air ball and you're not getting like some dude just with his knee going through your skull you know right. what i mean like and you're done like that's right. it you do like the one tiniest thing you like miss dribble the ball or do anything like that you make a bad shitty pass like again like you're saying like your whole year it's over your day yeah. your day's over like I mean, that's one of the things, I mean, I love, and you got to hate about the, the fight game, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves seeing a knockout, right? That's why you watch submissions mm-hmm. are dope too. Um, it's, it's fun when they go five and they're truly just beating the hell out of each other. I, when they're doing that, yeah. I really enjoy that. Um, I don't love watching a fight go full. And so like, I think of Sean O'Malley when he fought that green haired kid, um, right. yes, two yes, weeks yes. Notice and Sean O'Malley uh-huh. hit him in the face 600 times. Just demolished him. Yeah. yeah. That guy never put his gloves above his chin and just stood there. was just wearing punches. I mean, what a chin on that guy though. Like what a heart, like, Holy to not shit, get man. knocked out is pretty crazy, but to just it is crazy. be a human punching bag. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, again, I'm, it's hard to talk about those situations when I've never been in a situation where I've been hit over 80 times and then still had to like walk towards someone. Right. Like, I don't even know what's going through your fucking mind there. Like, I mean, I give him all the props to at least keep moving forward and stuff, but yeah, man, like, you got to move, get some head movement in there. I hope my man did some striking. After yeah. That. yeah. He definitely didn't get a UFC contract, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I had my good buddy on a cup. Uh, I don't know. It was a while ago. He was on Kyle Estrada. He's a pro fighter. He's the strike coach at fight ready in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he still fights, but he, uh, Kyle talked to, I watched his last fight. It was a uh, combat global was a promotion. Mm-hmm. And Kyle was piecing this kid up, dude. And he just, he circled the ring the wrong way. And this kid caught his chin with a toe and Kyle took a dirt nap, dude. But he was like literally two rounds of just beating the hell out of this kid. And he was just looking to finish. And then he, Uh he circled around and got caught with a big toe, but that's the fight. I mean, that's it. it. Like you talked like, so we talked about that on that pod, that episode. That was I mean, that's great because that's another reason I, I think it's one of the greatest sports too, because it's not like basketball or football or soccer or any of our hockey, any of these games where if you're up, you know, six, seven touchdowns and there's a it's one over. quarter left, it's done. There's no point of watching it anymore. Right. There's nothing that could possibly happen. Same thing with basketball. You're like up by 20 and there's like three minutes left. Unless Tracy McGrady's on the team, there's no point to shout be watching out, anymore. Shout out to you. That's a yeah. great, that's a great shout out there. You know what I mean? So, and that's what's so different about the fight game. Like I remember, I went to go see uh, the Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards fight, and me and my buddy 
went to actually we were, like they were playing it in one of the movie theaters i think during covid because like no one was going to the theater yeah so we went to a movie theater and got a ticket and so we were sitting with a bunch of people like a bunch of people around us and some guy and his girlfriend were sitting right beside us watching it and the whole fight all five rounds those Usman's just pounding him in right like just out wrestling him out doing everything just beating his ass and the girl's like can we go yeah are we like why are we still watching this and not 10 seconds later did leon flatline him and send him to a different dimension yeah and that's why i love it like that's why i love the sport so much right? anything could happen you never yeah. know like yeah you watch him enough i know people make fun of me all the time because it's 80 bucks we'll spend i mean not every month obviously we have things going on from time to time but you, we usually we won't. right and yeah i yeah, mean if it's, it's worth it too like there's there's times yeah. where they won't even have a championship fight right. on a card i'm not i'm not paying for that i'll go right. to I'll, I'll go to the, the bar or something and watch it there like right so yeah. but it's just it's it's fun entertainment relatively cheap you pay 80 bucks you hang out at home make some grub you're maybe spending a hundred bucks for a bunch of entertainment, you know, and it's just, yeah, man. Um, yeah. But, Especially when you get the boys together, you know, it's, oh, that's yeah. not that much. You get more than four people together, it's like 20 bucks each. Like, yeah, it's, it's really lot. not. Yeah. I wish more people watched it, I guess, because it, you do start to appreciate the more you watch those little mm. things like, um, Cody Garbrandt knocking out homeboy at the buzzer. That was a COVID fight at the UFC. Yeah. Um, apex and i'll never mm. forget that and that was the same thing that fight was about to go the distance and he knocked him out with literally a second left on the mm -hmm. like he caught his chin with a second and they home yeah. the map and mm -hmm. it was it was a knockout and that i don't know that fight could have went the other way you know because it was going through no idea yeah and it's like i mean that's the greatest walk off of all time yeah, that's yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. It just—it's just so much fun to watch. Um, so I guess roundabout. I—I I know you're not the biggest Alex Pereira fan. Yeah, man. I give him his respect. I'll let—I'll say that. You yeah. know, I'm not one to like. Even if I don't like you, I won't give you respect. You know what I mean? Like he right. has earned his spot. I definitely didn't like how he came up in the UFC. I thought that was a little three fights, not even Yeah, like, fight was a title fight. Yeah. It was a little horseshit. I mean, I know they wanted to just like make that fight as soon as possible and stuff, but I thought that was kind of bullshit. Obviously there's a high chance. He probably would have run through more guys if they would have thrown more guys through him, but right. You know, make him do the same process that everyone else did, but hundred percent. But yeah, I mean now, now he's the baddest man on the planet because he's up at a weight that he commonly carries. Yeah, he's dirty, man. That's all I got to like. So, I mean, here, here's what I want to speak into existence. He called him out. UFC 300. They're both fighting champions. I mean, Perea fights every three months too. He's ready to rock. He'd certainly yeah. be ready in April. Is he Pereira for the light heavyweight? And so, oh God, you know, dude. That's so scary, man. <laughs> You've been thinking about the fight. Every time they fight, I get fucking terrified, man. Like I it's will. just a different animal, all right? That guy is just a oh, different yeah. animal. It's just his and it's you know when you have your lead hand is that strong. Like that's scary, man. That's yeah. not a natural thing. No. Like it's different. It's, it's, it's something different, right? Like when you when he touches you. 
it's just, you get sent somewhere that you've never been before. Yeah, no, it's wild. Um, I will say I loved Izzy after he beat him to get the middleweight back, mm. throwing the bows at him because that, I mean, oh. that's the thing about the fight game too. Like McGregor was a great villain. You need great villains. I hope mm. that them buying the WWE or whatever, like teaches them a little bit, like how to maybe work a mic a little better, but it's just so good when there's a story and those guys had fought kickboxing and Izzy had never beat him. First mm-hmm. time in the UFC, he beats it, he gets he loses, and he fights him again. And to see Izzy, so when Pereira walks out, he shoots a bow into, mm-hmm. you know, like he that's his little action. And so Izzy knocked him out and then he stood over him and he just kept pretending like he was rifling bows into his body. Arrow, yeah, those arrows into his body. Yeah, and it was so it was yeah, it was just so good. And then um, when he saw his kid, oh man, in the crowd, and I mm. guess that one of the kickboxing things, one of Pereira's sons was making fun of Izzy for getting knocked out. Like he walked in front of him and he like mm-hmm. dove, on yeah. That. And so Izzy mm-hmm. pointed at this little ten-year-old kid or twelve-year-old <laughs> and looked at him and like touched his chin and then fell on the mat, and the kid was just crying into. It was so good. It was so good. Dude, I'm so happy to hear that you loved it because so many people were like, oh, that's just a kid. You can't be doing that. Don't care, dude. Honestly. Don't, don't care, care, bro. You grow up. You know what I mean? I, dude, it's You want to do that? Yeah. I mean, you do that to a grown man too. You know, you want to be a kid. You want to fool around. You got to know what it's like to get some. For sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fafo. That is the ultimate Fafo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. I hope that happens at 300. That would be that would be great. It's got it. The only, I mean, I again, I like my man's chances. I don't like that the only time we've ever seen him at light heavyweight was versus Jan, and it seemed like it was a lot for him. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Jan's bigger in a different way, much thicker. You know, so when he gets a hold of you, it's hard to get off of it. Right. Um. Oh man, yeah. That's just. I mean. The crazier thing is to think about that John just left the right. light heavyweight division. You know, it was so ass for so many years. And he was like, why would I stay here? Like, there's no one, you know, he definitely had his last few light heavyweight fights were a bit tough, but. Right. And then now it's like, as soon as he leaves, we got like Yuri coming up and we got Jamal Hill is just knocking people out cold. And now Alex Pereira is the light heavyweight champ. Like it's. hundred percent. It's nuts. It's uh, nuts. Yeah, that would be that would be incredible. Um it I just I think it has to. I was a little disappointed they put uh Sugar and uh Cheeto at two ninety nine, but everybody's mm. gotta have a card, you know. Um Yeah, what what do you what did you want instead? I mean I liked I was just hoping that would be like that would be three hundred, I guess. Really? I kinda wish like they could save a couple fight, like maybe some titles to fight at 300, you know, like maybe so, make 300, like all titles. Dude, I was just thinking, how cool would that be? Yeah. That like, would that'd be insane. Like you literally, the first fight of the main card is a Title. championship fight. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Never been done. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it's 300. Like they've done 300 of them. What if they never, yeah. let's do that, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, 
Yeah. I mean, obviously like the tough part of it is like, you know, the next few cards is tough putting stuff together. You've got all your champions. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't do, I mean, obviously the three is minimum. They've done three title fights on smaller cards than 300. So, right. At least four, I think would be nice. I'd like, like four titles. I'd like to see like a true, like, like number one contender fights too. Um, a hundred percent. Like we see you like for the number one kid. No, that's not really a thing in the UFC mm-hmm. like, ever. I'd like to see that more, dude. I'd like to yeah, see yeah. number two and number three fight. And then number one is going to fight, you know, number two on the, maybe that or fight the champion on that card. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. know like, Hey, this is it. But mm. I understand like a, especially a long reigning champ getting a defense shot or a yeah. rematch, right? A rematch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, dude, I, I've just, I have a newfound love for the UFC. It definitely keeps me through when football is not going, but yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be yeah. UFC never stops, man. You get, you get yeah. a, you usually get like what? It's like a month break around the holidays, but that's it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it did flies. And we have, I mean, the next couple cards are going quick. Yeah, man. I mean, again, everyone likes to say what they want about Dana, but shit, man, he knows what the hell he's doing. He's got. Absolutely. He's literally like he was saying, it was so funny because I always thought of him as the guy in uh, Enter the Dragon. Yeah. You ever seen him? Yeah. He's literally the guy who brings everyone to the island. and has them all like fight to see who's the best fighter. That's literally who he grew up to be. And I saw him on the, uh, the Avon podcast and he was saying like the exact same thing. He was like, yeah, I used to watch enter the dragon and it's weird. Now I kind of catch myself being like, damn, I'm kind of this guy that just brings together a dude from China and then a dude from Brazil to fight and then see who's better. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty nuts. Like, yeah, he puts, and he puts on shows, man. He does. Uh, he does. He, they do well. Um, and I kind of like that no matter what you agree with politically or whatever, like he's about like letting people be themselves, like all the way around. And that's a great podcast to check out. I love Theo Vaughn. I know, understand that that's not everybody's humor. Uh, it's mine. And having him and Dana on this week, Dana's getting rid of all the Peloton stuff from, I saw that too, dude. That's like, see, that's another thing about him that like, I actually do admire. Like he doesn't give a fuck, man. Like, no, no, he is the ultimate Fafo guy. Like yeah. he gave him a bunch of shit about bringing Bud Light back. And he's like, listen, mm-hmm. it's business. I'm not going to turn away the number one sponsor we've had. Cause Bud Light's been a huge sponsor mm-hmm. of UFC because they did one little thing, right? Like I'm not, yeah. which I love that because like, you know, he kind of stood up on whatever side. Right. And then yeah. their Peloton wanted Theo to get rid of uh, uh, Robert Kennedy podcast that he recorded. And then he's like, all right, well, see you later. Like, those decisions like, I'm going to let you be around my stuff. So they just, I'm sure that's going to hurt cutting Peloton from a major sports corporations training facility. Like truthfully, well, I mean, that's going to hurt. Like they were roasting the CEO on the podcast. Like oh, so the bad. it was so, like, I mean, it's yeah. hilarious, but 
it was hilarious, but it was like, damn, like yeah. you know, just go getting so personal with this. <laughs> and I, I love, trust me, I loved it. I thought it was great. I mean, it's uh, hilarious. Yeah. It's really hilarious. Oh, yeah. Good. And I'm, I'm excited for the, um, the sphere event that he wants to put on in Las Vegas. That'd be crazy. I don't even know how he plans to do it, but if anyone can do it, it's probably him, right? Yeah. It's Dana. He says he talks to him every week. Uh, yeah. No, dude, it's a, it's a great fight. I'm glad I've I got to enjoy it with you. It's, it's a, a great sport. Um, mm-hmm. Just a blast, man. So, um, but as we get to winding down, Jake, I want to be you know, appreciative of your time. It was so good to catch up and see you. Uh, appreciate you, my man. I'm so glad that me doing this pod brought us together and, and built a friendship. It's been a blast. Hundred um, percent, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, you're gonna kill it. Uh, big things ahead for sure. And just keep in mind, always a pipeline dream. We win a bunch of money somehow, some way, or we become. Jake is my Jamie. You're just going to run Google and uh, I hope so. And you got to keep pumping the pot out, man. You got to stop it. Like everyone don't forget to follow and subscribe my man here. Like show some love too. like spread the word. Yeah. Appreciate that brother. Yeah. It's been, uh, come a long ways, dude. It's been, uh, it's been a wild journey. We've had some big guests, some not so big guests, Mm -hmm. but it's been fun to, to just do it all. And, and yeah, it's, uh, Jake's been there it's about. almost every single one. And so, yeah, man, I just want to, I thought it'd be a cool way to, to go out at pod Populize to share this with you and, uh, cheers to you. I know that you're, you're not a drinker, so I'll finish this one bush light for you. Hey, yeah. Pour it out for me. I appreciate yeah, it. Man. Pour one out for the homies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for Jake. So mm-hmm. no brother, uh, greatly appreciate you, my man. Um, yeah. Can't wait to see what's next, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all for listening at home. Please continue to like comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, subscribe again, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody.